0: All right, this episode of Enough About Me is on Monday, April 1st. Oh, hey, Wow! Hey, did you... Th- th- there's a lot of uh, new something going on on Starro, and blah, vote for this guy for mayor. Blah, blah. I'm a fucking asshole with my practical jokes on April Fool's Day. 617-779-7937. Tell me your best April Fool's joke right now. Let's go to the cows right now. Hey, uh, Evelyn in uh, Peabody, tell me your favorite story. Yeah, first of all, I want to say how much I like the show now that you guys are talking sports all the time. But, um, yeah one time on April Fools uh, I had I put I stole somebody's cell phone and I put it in a dishwasher wow wow at least it was clean right <laughs> oh god anyway so uh it's April 1st it is oh five. I am taping this uh, in the mix 1041 studios and I have some news uh, I have a guest on today um, I thought we'll start with the guest and then we'll work backwards okay I thought it'd be interesting to have a guest on. And I don't know if it's ever been done in podcast history. If it has, I apologize. Um, A podcast guest who is a troll to the host. This guy, Brian Riccio, I think. He'll pronounce his name if he's right or wrong. R-I-C-C-I-O. Every time I tweet, he tweets something about how much he hates me. He wishes I would die. What a fucking asshole I am. I mean, brutal, brutal, brutal stuff. Obviously, I don't mind it. But, I mean, it is rough. So, I want to get into the mind of somebody like that who... uh, Sorry, who claims to be this crazy left-winger and feminist and all this, but at the same time just fucking hates, like, has so much hate in his heart. Um, and as somebody who has hate in his heart, I, I want to have this conversation and go back and forth and read him some of these tweets and talk about some of this stuff. So I'm going to call him in about 20 minutes, and hopefully he'll answer. We'll see uh, how that goes. So he's going to be on today. Christian Fourier as well. Alan, uh, I think Fourier will be Thursday. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, and you might say, why is he having Alan Dershowitz on? I'm going to get into a full preamble why before I have Dershowitz um, on Wednesday. You'll hear Dershowitz. And then Friday, I'm trying to lap one other guest as well as a WrestleMania preview with Harrison Sheamus Minahan, the second annual WrestleMania preview with the great Harry Minahan, <clears throat> which I'm looking forward to uh, very much. He is fired up for it. Um, so let's start with some Show news. Before we get into some of the stuff that I find interesting here in the world, uh, we had uh, we hired our producer Dave Cullinane last week. He is no longer uh, the producer of Kirk Minahan. Enough about me or the future to be, I think, Kirk Minahan Radio Show. Uh, we have gone as Elvis would say, our separate ways. Uh, no hard feelings. Uh, just didn't work out. Uh, there are a lot of things I like about Dave as a producer, um, you know, but I think it just it just didn't it didn't work out. Uh, so we, we, we hope he finds another job and does well and all that stuff. But we're, uh, we're back in the producer market here soon, uh, after a, uh, a short, uh, stint and people are going to say, oh, there's another sign that your show is, you know, the fucking gang that, that couldn't shoot straight and all that stuff. And that's, you know, I think perfectly reasonable criticism as we continue to find our legs here six months into this world. Um, and I'm okay with that, but I don't, uh, <clears throat> I don't agree with it. Um, In fact, I think this is actually a demonstration of us doing something proactively and moving on before things got worse. That's all. Uh, These things happen. Um, And I have been spoiled on my end, I have to say. Um, The relationship I had with Ken and Chris, um, particularly when Chris sobered up. um, Those are guys who, you know, I loved uh, and trusted um, 100% you know, I just knew they had my back. I had theirs. We had gone to real wars together in the radio world. Um, and I knew they'd be there for me. I'd be there for them. And I knew that I could trust them. And that, that, you know, is a relationship that means everything, the producer host relationship. That's where it starts. Uh, so good luck to Dave. Um, and the search continues, uh, as young Mark Moroso, um, uh, is taking over the podcast here, part of the family, and is, uh, is, like jumping up and down with excitement as he was setting us up. He told me he had ideas and thoughts before we taped this, which is concerning. Um, I will ignore those at some point, obviously, uh, cause he's one of the great dummies, uh, this country has ever produced. But, uh, but he's trying his hardest, and I appreciate that. So his loyalty is, uh, noted and, uh, important for the record. <clears throat> so that happened. Um, a couple, a couple of story notes here, and the second one will tie into the, um, the guest I have on today, because that was sort of what our, our, his criticism of me led to me reaching out to him. Uh, Casey Sherman actually has a pretty good story in The Herald today. And he reached out to me recently to come on as well, uh, criticizing Conor McGregor, who I have to say, I you know, was in Boston a couple weeks ago. And it was a weekend long ass friggin licking fest for this guy, which I didn't understand. I'm like, this guy's a creep, right? He's an asshole. You know, we got, he, he's, he's ripped on gay people before. Uh, as Casey writes, he had this, uh, this I, I don't want to, was it a sexual assault uh, in Ireland? A, a case that, that was against him? Let me look it up right now. And the, the Bruins treated him like he was Jesus that weekend he was there. Of course, he goes on Nessun and Dale gives him the full Dale. I mean, I mean you know, Kraft hadn't been that satisfied in the state of Florida in 2019. I mean, Dale, Jesus. Uh, I mean, I know you, I know you got no pride, but this is absurd. Uh, I'm trying to look for the actual column here. It's very well done, uh, by Casey. Um, of course, Casey tweeted out the story, and he friggin' just like tweets out, like a picture of the story. I'm like, the goddamn length, the fucking Herald's a pain in the ass enough to find the story. Uh, but I didn't, I, I didn't get that when it happened. I didn't understand why people were were, were bending over backwards for him. Uh, here it is right here. It's Casey from the 31st. Please, Harold, don't, 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 fucking don't do the pop-ups, Harold. Friggin' Jesus. Here we start again. Casey Sherman, here we go. Leave it alone, Harold. I'm giving you a second chance here. He dropped the first puck, Casey writes, and then was given the proverbial tongue bath by TV Dale Arnold, commentator Dale Arnold during a foaming interview between periods. <clears throat> I suspect that means periods of the game. The Bruins also flooded their Twitter page with McGregor uh, glee tweets featuring Flexed arm and fist emojis. Bruins declined comment on the matter. Once again, sports seems under the guts when it comes down to it. St. Patrick's Day got his ass kissed all day. This all occurred before reports surfaced last week that McGregor is under criminal investigation back home. According to a New York Times report, McGregor is being investigated in Ireland after a woman had accused him of sexual assault inside the Dublin Hotel. But you say, okay, so that was after all that. But this is not a guy who arrived without heavy baggage. He had been, as Casey writes, arrested with uh, a charge of felony uh, robbery in early March for Miami, Guilty disorderly conduct charges for attacking a bus in Brooklyn in 2018. You, d- you just wonder. Again, he had, he had been photographed with a number of Irish gangsters, including David Byrne, a former training partner who was killed inside the Dublin Hotel. Um, you know, just weird uh, Whitey Bulger kind of stuff. So if you look up Connor, so there, there's some of that stuff. And you look up Connor McGregor slur. I'm doing that right now on Twitter. Let's see here. Conor McGregor apologizes for homophobic slur. October. This is the world we live in now. Uh, <clears throat> all I'm saying is McGregor said about uh, Artem Lobov is all I'm saying is he's a uh, the F word, the gay slur for a homosexual. I never knew he was an F word. Well, I would say to Dale Arnold and the Bruins and the city of Boston, if somebody said that, you know, in media today, their life would be over. If a politician said that, their life would be over. So why and this is again way before this interview. You're, why are you kissing his ass? Like I don't, and yet you wag you wag your finger. No problem if you don't wag your finger, but stop wag, wagging your finger at everyone else. Like you know that's 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 an issue. So I that one surprised me. I mean obviously Dale, you know, kissing his ass and the Bruins. I, you know I don't get it. I and by the way I find him such a such a uh, an uncompelling character. He doesn't have a thought in his head, Conor McGregor. I don't find him interesting. I'm sure he's tough. Congratulations, but I find him to be a total bore. So the ass-kissing, the endless adulation to me uh, wasn't even worrisome. It was just confusing and remains so. The other story is the, is the DeMarcus Cousins story, which I haven't really had a chance to weigh in on. And obviously it has echoes of the stuff that I guess got us in trouble with Adam Jones back in 2017 when we just questioned Jerry and me and Mutt and others, just questioned whether or not the word was said, uh, the N-word. This one is even stranger. So again, I have no idea, none, if this kid... Uh, which Chris Haynes, who blew it, this Yahoo reporter who embarrassed himself, came out with this report I saw late at night. And, of course, the headlines are all Boston fan uses N-word to DeMarcus Cousins. And as a skeptic, I immediately had some doubts. But, you know, I read it and Haynes had a video report where he's used the word muttered and didn't say if it was a, an adult, if it was a child, if it was a, a, a black person, a white person. Uh, what the context, uh, 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 what Cousins, um, you know, what Cousins heard, when it was said, did anybody see it, was anybody around it. Now, obviously, look, if there's any proof of it all, forget two years, kick this, if he says it, kick this asshole out for the rest of his life. I don't care, rip his tickets and tell him to go away. He's a shithead. Probably is anyway, like just getting into fights with players is so stupid. But once again, my immediate suspicion was, I have no idea if it's true or not, but I have doubts. A couple days later, Adam Himmelsbach comes out with a story that it wasn't muttered, it was mouthed. Nobody saw it. No video proves it. No one substantiates it. It's just him versus cousins, word against word. And we now live in a world where if someone accuses you with no proof of doing something, you can lose your tickets for a couple of years or not get to go to a game. The guy whose seats they are, which are expensive seats, he's on probation now. If something happens to him, he loses his tickets. It's just crazy based on zero proof. No proof whatsoever. It's mystifying to me. And that's where this Riccio, whatever his name is, guy, started coming at me on Twitter. I reached out to a globe writer, Owen Pence, who was doubting as well. Um, and by the way, uh, uh, just a quick aside, he was one of these people leading the charge of this ridiculous thing against Albert Breer, who Breer last week tweeted out, they had something about Arizona State recruits, football recruits, about all the reasons they want to go. And Breer's basically joked around. One of the other reasons, and I think he alluded to it without saying, is that they have good-looking girls or something. And, of course, fucking Twitter flipped and called him a sexist, whereas, I mean, can we stop playing, like, pretend? The fact that there are good-looking girls at Arizona State is probably, I know, if I played high school football, that would be an incentive for me, as it would be for any other heterosexual, I guess, male who is looking at schools it's and by the way i have no idea if arizona state girls are better looking or not but when you hear arizona state you probably think the girls are better looking so like that's real and that's a real thing it's not pretend and it doesn't really matter so stop fucking flipping out about something that's stupid um you know all at the same time most of these people are pretending it doesn't matter that joe biden is like smelling hair and grabbing girls from behind and kissing the back of their heads which is fucking creepy also running against a president who's sexually assaulted women. I mean, this this world is insane. Um, Anyway, uh, back to the Cousins thing. And again, that's all. I mean, you know, uh, I I just look at it. And and, and by the way, he may have mouthed it. And so there you go. I mean, I'm happy to admit that. Um, But I don't want to read about Bill Russell anymore. It's so dumb. I don't want to read about busing anymore. Some 18-year-old kid or whatever he is mouthing that word DeMarcus Cousins doesn't have a fucking thing to do with Bill Russell's house getting... Uh, defaced or, or busing or anything else. It doesn't, you know it. I know it. And here's the other truth and it's it's ugly, but it's true. People on a certain side want this story to be true for some weird reason. and it may be. but the desire for it to want to be true is so strange that I'll never understand it ever, ever. Why would you want that out there? they're They're excited. they're happy about it. And uh, you know, I don't know. Now I know there's a lot of a lot of places that a lot of love. Organizations that profit over hate crimes like this, and you're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars a year. It's an industry like anything else, I suppose. But, uh, but very, very, very strange. Those are a couple of stories um, in the news that that, that that jumped out at me. And the uh, <clears throat> the cousins one is I'll never, I'll, I'll just never understand it. And of course, the minute just like last time with Jones, uh, which you know, cousins, I have no idea what happened. Jones, I don't believe heard the word. I just, I mean, I just don't doesn't doesn't add up. Um, you know, the story is, like I tweeted, the kid mouthed the word to Cousins. No one else saw it. No video of it. The kid, by the way, of course, strongly denies it, which you can say, well, of course he's going to deny it, but, but it's part of the story. I'm not sure why his word isn't as strong as Cousins because he's not, he's not an NBA player. I don't know. And he's banned for two years with no proof. It's just, it's, it's, it's stunned. I'm stunned by it. Um, <clears throat> good feedback on the, on, the, on the podcast last week, Stuttering John, a lot of feedback on that. It did very well. And then Jan Broberg from um, um, Abducted in Plain Sight. I saw some tweets criticizing me for being too easy on Jan in the questions, and I su- or, or not following up. And I suppose I can cop to guilt on that. You know, I would say it's difficult. It's easier to give Stuttering John shit, or this guy I'm about to have on, or other people, crap, uh, than it is uh, to be really hard on somebody, A, who has been a victim of horrendous crimes, the worst you can think of, kidnapping, rape, you know, repeated rape. I mean, her life was about that story itself. I mean, you have to come with her from a point of sympathy. You just have to. And I do. And I think she's her story is unbelievable. Uh, I'm still the parents. I'm still confused about even with her answers, which she gave. But all these all these years later, I'm still a weeks later after seeing it, I'm still totally confused by it. stuttering john was great i could talk about the old stern stuff i feel like that could be a podcast itself talking about these old uh these old <clears throat> uh howard stern stories you know all day long but as i said christian fourier alan dershowitz harry minahan uh, you know and brian riccio I, I i have no idea if these are good podcasts or not but i don't think you're going to find a, a different group uh, uh like that coming up and potentially one other one as well we're trying to uh to line up here on enough about me as we continue to do these podcasts and we're just going to load, load you up with these stuff and give you a shitload of content. And if you don't like it and I see a lot of people saying, well, you know, when are you going to be on the radio? When are you going to do this? I I have no idea. You know, I really don't. Um, My suspicion is, you know, just given that that nobody's foot seems to be on the gas and corporate side, that they're happy with me doing this and they don't, the idea of me doing something live may give them concern or pause. Uh, You know, that's speculation. I don't know that. No one said that to me. Um, these have done really well. It's different. I really enjoy doing it. I was running today when I was done, I was walking, walking after uh, a mail carrier. Is that the correct term now for a post office or for a mailman? I don't even know. A mailman, uh, pulled up and said, Hey, you know, where do I, where do I find you now? Where do I hear you? And I get that all the time. And, you know, maybe that's a failure on my part, but you know, if you're listening, you know how to do it. And I understand, and I'm okay with now versus five or six months ago, that it's just a different audience than it was at Ei, and that doesn't really bother me. Like, I don't ever want to go back to what they're doing. They have restrictions. So do I in my own way, but they have things they feel like they have to talk about. They feel like, I think, I'm sure at some point they have to talk about story X, story Z in sports. At some point they have to get to it. I am under no such uh, uh, restrictions in that way at all. I talk about what I want to talk about. Whether it's for forty-five minutes or for an hour, and if you like it, great. If you don't like it, you know, go listen to something else. It doesn't really matter to me. Go listen to another podcast. Go listen to another radio show. Go listen to satellite. It's all out there. It doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't bother me. You know, as long as my audience is there and they're loyal, fantastic. Um, but yeah, so those two stories kind of jumped out to me: the McGregor thing and the cousins thing. The cousins thing again. It's got, to me, it has nothing to do with race. It doesn't. And I know people it drives people crazy. That's to do with somebody you know, being uh, penal- being punished with no proof. You know, no proof. And Dershowitz is going to talk about that tomorrow with me, by the way. This ties in to the Dershowitz situation oddly. Uh, we'll get to that tomorrow, but we're in a world now where it's guilty, 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 and punishment before anybody takes a step back. I mean, just pretend this DeMarcus Cousins thing is put in front of a jury, and you have Cousins' word, which is, you know, not a guy with not the best reputation in the world against all the other proof on the other side. No jurist in the world would sit there and say at that point, geez, you know what, I'm going to go with Cousins on this one. That's it, and that's all. I mean, he may, whatever. you know. I, and I don't want to relitigate Adam Jones. I really don't. We did that forever. I don't care about it. It's just interesting to me. And then immediately when you see, you see all the assholes. And those people on Deadspin are such motherfucking assholes. There's no question about that. Waving, like they're so happy that this story comes out and they can call Boston racist and all that. And of course we reached out to the Deadspin writer who did that, didn't respond. Owen Pence from the Globe didn't respond. Globe never responds. This publication never responds. When it comes down to it, no guts. They're happy to, 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 to take shots uh, and then they won't respond. I'll get into more of that as well before I, before we begin the podcast with Dershowitz tomorrow, which the Dershowitz podcast leading up to it, the backstory in that in itself should be like a friggin' eight episode podcast series. You're not going to believe it. It ties into everything. So uh, we're going to need a new producer. No idea if there's ever going to be a radio show or, or not. I hope there is. My guess is there's going to be some form of it that's not going to be four hours. I'm going to tell you that. But it'll be a couple of hours and a lot of podcast stuff. And the podcast stuff will start getting more interactive and sounding more like a radio show, I think, soon. That was one of the reasons we were so excited to have a producer. So we have to do that again and sort of start over um, and see where we're at. So. Uh, I think it's Brian Riccio. I think his name is. I'm going to give him a call here in a couple of minutes. Uh, I'll just give you a couple of examples before I get him on of things he has tweeted uh, to me over the years. Um, let me see here. I'll give you one. Here's here's a decent one that he tweeted at me uh, a while ago. Here it is. We are doing the Cullen ones. Nah, that one's not actually that funny. Well, put it this way. He calls Jerry cancer kazoo. That's the kind of sense of humor we're talking about here. Um, I like watching a racist dickhead like Mini Brain admitting his gay love for an old racist drunken loser like John Dennis. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> here it is. Here's one from May of 2018. Kill yourself then. You've obviously realized that your lot in life is to hang... Around this town until you get sick of your shit and you go back to being a fluffer in gay porn, which is where I believe they found you in the first place. Well, first of all, Kirk Minahan was never a fluffer in gay porn. That's absurd. Challenge, uh, uh, absurd thing to say. I was a, a quality carrot, never a leading man, a good character actor in uh, in uh, in gay porn. I was like, uh, I'm trying to think of you know, like in, uh, almost like a Gary Oldman of gay porn. Like a, I could play, I could do British. Um, I could do any of that stuff. I was in Foreskin Gump. I was in Edward Penis Hands. Um, you know, for five or six years, I was one of the best working supporting actors in gay pornography. Never a fluffer. Never a fluffer. I was didn't do anything when the camera was off. When the red light was on, it was go time. So stuff like that. So I, I just thought it'd be interesting. And again, if somebody else has done this before, that's on me. I don't know. But a hater, a real troll, uh, and the host having just a conversation about it because I am interested to hear this this thought process from uh, from this person so we're gonna do that uh, on this episode of a busy week and by the way tweet at me at Kirkman if you have any podcast guest ideas or any thoughts about the podcast obviously subscribe and, and, and give a review and go to stitcher or iTunes and go to radio.com as well all those places uh, to hear enough about me and I want to hear I want more feedback on what you think about it as well you know I am I am trying hard to be more interactive here on social media as as I continue to do this um, and I do want I've seen a bunch of people say, hey, we'd love to see you on this podcast or that podcast. Joe Rogan, I've seen a few times. Obviously, I would love to do that. Um, um, uh, so, you know, stuff like that. If you have any ideas in that way as well. Happy to have that conversation. So here we go. Uh, another week of uh, enough about me kicks off. All right, we're, uh, we're back here. Um, how do you pronounce your last name, Brian? Riccio. Richie, okay, so I had it right in the open. We did the uh, mm-hmm. the former, uh, what was it, at Trump watching one or whatever it was. It's since been deleted, now a different... What happened to the old Twitter account? Uh, I had incurred the enmity
1: of a certain White House official through a tweet, and I think that that's why I had been uh, suspended.
0: Okay, so so let's, let's just have this conversation, because I thought it'd be interesting, as I reached out to you, to have mm-hmm. somebody who... Uh, is a whatever semi-public media figure and somebody who relentlessly and endlessly, which is obviously I've never block I don't block you, so I mean you know that's so so that's okay, but mm-hmm. the the endless sort of reaction and in, and in, in to every single one of them, I'm just curious as to the mindset. That's all, and it's not even really a criticism. I look, you can't if you're me. In the past, a couple of years ago, I would block mm-hmm. people. I would do this, but now like I can't call people out and then. Become this block fucking master and this asshole and say fuck you don't do this and go after this guy and whatever. So I'm just mm-hmm. curious as to the thought process. That's all.
1: Well, well, I get that. I don't. I don't block anyone either. Uh, so I, 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 my issue with you, Kirk, is mm-hmm. that I just feel that you, it, you, ha- you, you, you have this tendency to hang on to things from your past, like the Murchison Leung. Right. Thing. Okay. And then, but and then, but here, so I
0: guess so I guess Brian, my, my point to that is like, just don't like what do you, so that obviously is something that bothers me. Why do you give a shit if it bothers me so much? Like who cares? I'm sorry. What? Why do you care? Like if it bothers me so much, I hang on to it. Like don't like don't follow me. Why do you care if if it bothers me? You know what I mean? Like oh, who gives a shit? In like, a mo- way, Kirk. In a way. I like
1: you as a person. Okay, <laughs> oh. I think. Well, okay. Let guys- me let me
0: let me let me read a tweet from uh, from from May of 2018 from from sure. Brian Riccio to Kirk Minahan. Mm-hmm. Kill kill yourself. You've obviously realized that your lot in life is to hang around this town until they get sick of your shit and you go back to being a fluffer in gay porn, which I read before. I love watching a racist dickhead like Mini Brain admit his gay love. Uh, let me see. Let me see. do do do. Jerky. You like. Jerking Jerry and I jerk each other off while looking at pictures of gay Olympians, white ones. Uh, okay. Mr. Mister Big Time Media Maggot, which is me, and Cancer Kazoo, which is my friend Jerry Callahan, who's had cancer, mm-hmm. uh, seem not to be able to, an old Italian guy. Mini Dick faces the most dangerous case to date. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I would say it's when I read that, it seems difficult for me to believe. And I don't care if you like me or not, but that oh, does, that. but when you tell me to kill myself, and you could, you're welcome to say that. Others have. It's hard, would you see why it might be hard for me to believe that, before we kick this off, that I might not I find that to be true? I get that. I get that.
1: I get that you might feel that that's not true. Okay. Again, do I, I said I liked you, and do I exhibit that level of vitriol anymore towards you?
0: Uh. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, you, I mean. Certainly, you've gone at me even the other day with the uh, Demarcus Cousins stuff. You were back at it, which again, Brian, I'm not. This is not something where I'm. I'm telling you, don't tweet. You can tweet at me 50, 100, three thousand times a day. I just thought the listeners would say, Jesus this is interesting." I, I maybe I'm like I said in the open. Maybe I'm wrong. I've never heard a conversation like this between sort of an not an unknown, but whatever you do, whatever I do, sort of this back and forth yeah. before between a guy who does this relentlessly. And somebody, because I think most people are like, well, I'm in the block. i mean I'm, I'm guessing you've been blocked by almost everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, no, no,
1: not not almost everyone, but still,
0: you know, you know but, what I mean, though. I mean, so you I, know, I'll put to it, to it this way: Why do you call Jerry Callahan, who you know is my friend, cancer kazoo? Where's the humor in that?
1: I'm not trying to be humor. Well,
0: what's the point there? of
1: it? I'm trying to make the point that Jerry is a
0: racist. You by and, calling him, by, well, first of all, I don't, I don't think that's true, and secondly, by calling him. Cancer Kazoo, you're making a point that these are racist. Yes. What you're by calling him Cancer Kazoo?
1: Let me ask you a question: If he's going to say hurtful things and and expect no blowback, I'm not saying anybody, I'm not saying he doesn't how, expect. How I'm how not saying you hurt somebody. Like I'm that?
0: not saying he doesn't expect any blowback, but I'm saying I'm, I'm under like where's the humor in that? Uh,
1: I'm not trying to be humorous. Oh, okay. So what? So
0: what? Point. Your point, okay. And the point of telling me to kill myself is what?
1: No, I, I, Kirk. I, I, let's just get something straight. I'll apologize for those remarks and I tried to apologize for those remarks when I reached out to you privately after your little meltdown and said I'd love to sit down and talk.
0: Yeah, to we you had a nice time. call, we had a nice back and forth on on uh, we messaged each oh, other back and forth. Yes, right, exactly. I know you've had your exactly. issues so mental I health, you, right?
1: Like, I apologize. Right, say, you've but
0: had your but you've had your mental health issues, so have I and I and that's why exactly. I'm not I, 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 I'm not coming to the point because, here.
1: Kirk, I'll admit it. At first, I thought you were just another one of those run-of-the-mill right-wing morons. Well,
0: I'm not, okay? but I'm not, but I'm, repu- I'm not, re- I'm not, a, I'm not a Republican. Completely. Huh? I'm not a Republican. I know. I didn't know that. Did okay. I know that? I didn't. I, I have no I idea. I didn't really know not too much about so you. Then, so then, so you didn't know much about me, but yet you. you're reaching, you're, you're, you're saying these things about me, not knowing me at all. Like at least do some research. No, I was. What I knew
1: was the public, what the public perceived of Kirkman. Okay, but as I get, to, as I learned, as I started to study more and more about you, I started to see more and more of myself in you. Don't say that. That's why I have tempered down that initial criticism because I'm a lot worse to a lot of other people. And half the reason I got suspended from that first account was because I was so. A caustic
0: is that the word? I should but what's use? but I'd ask you what's the what's the gain in, in tweeting things like that to people? Like what's the what what gets accomplished? I'm all by the way, do it all you want. I'm I'm sure as hell never. Like what gets what gets done? Like so, for instance, like you know you've tweeted for years now that I'm a racist, and I and I'll admit I take that personally because I'm not. Uh, you can say you're not all day, but when somebody does it, you, you, the argument's already over. But yet you offer no proof. You have no proof of that. None. Uh, you tell me you sat next to a a. a, a Verbal racist for years. Who? Jerry Callahan? Yes. That's ridiculous. I'm, I'm telling you, but honestly, this, this is a. He's a good friend of mine. I've been with him, you know, through some really tough times in each of our lives. Uh, I've seen him around all kinds of people. The last thing in the world, Jerry Callahan, is he, is he? You know, do I think he's, has he been super loyal to me? That's a different conversation. But he's a great guy, and do I think he's a racist? I absolutely do not. Are there things when you're on the radio for four hours a day for 25 years that you're like a mulligan on? Sure. Was he the one, by the way, when you go back and look at that moment, that really was a lead voice in that? He was not. He And he's not a virulent racist because he's a Republican. He's not a virulent racist because he, he voted for Trump. He's just not. I've been with him. He's not. And that is something, whether it's Adam Jones or DeMarcus Cousins, and as I've said a million times, if there's any proof on those guys at all, I am happy. Put him in jail. I don't care. But I'm so sick of the racist charge. It is such bullshit with no proof. None. Kirk. How many black
1: hosts have shows on WEI?
0: How many black hosts have shows in Boston? No, I, I'm not talking. I'm, we're not talking I'm a, about... How many? Well, how many? Overall, how many I'm black how about many about hosts me. have I'm shows on... W- how many, w- Brian, E-I- how many black... I'll answer the question in a second. How many black hosts have shows on 98.5? I don't know anything about 98. Okay, 95. zero. Michael Hawley was on EEI forever. Uh, Jermaine Wiggins is now a regular on WEI. Larry Johnson has been a host on WEI nope. forever. Forever. Full time host has his own show. He was on the week. he's been on the Saturday morning weekend show, which is the Lee weekend Saturday show. Saturday morning weekend. And he was on hold on and he was on and he was on with Glenn for fifteen years. Michael Hawley was a host uh, on the station for fifteen years. Jermaine Wiggins is now and where what show did Jermaine Wiggins start going on first? I have no mm-hmm. idea. Oh, well, uh, well, since you since you're throwing these lobbying these these bombs out there on Jerry and much show, I, I and I know because I talked to those guys. at Jerry's idea. Jerry wanted to have him on. We tried to have Gary Washburn on. He wasn't great. Believe me when I tell you, if there's a black guy or woman on who's good, we're gonna try and or they're not me on my show anymore. They'll try and have him on. They'll be happy to have them on.
1: Kirk, I am and by the sad. way, and by the way, I if they, they and by the way, hold
0: on, Brian. By the way, if it. there was never a black person on the station ever which you know if they're good they should be on does that mean jerry callahan is racist no i'm not saying that you have a radio show right you have a radio two. show
1: i'm not trying to make the two right yes. what's it called no i don't have a radio show i do not have a radio
0: what's a? you have a young jerks thing or something
1: no that's 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 a friend of mine show that i was on okay occasionally, what
0: what color no. is that guy he's white oh that's weird so you, you must be racist then no, not at all. Well, why not? I mean, why don't you demand to other a black guy did in the studio had, with you? Go. That's so disgu- It's so disgusting okay. that you would allow that to happen. I, it's going to be hard for me to continue this conversation with you, but that's fine. So, so again, I, so let's move, remove Jerry away from this for a moment. As stupid as that is, and I've mm-hmm. seen you do this the other day. You did the game with DeMarcus Cousins. When Here, all I want, ask, you, look, look, do I ask, ask okay. sure, let's ask if you want. Experience
1: with racism in the city, in the city of Boston. Where did you grow up?
0: I grew up in Winchester.
1: Okay. Well, I grew up in Reading. And Mm -hmm. then I moved to the Charleston, then I moved to the Bunker Hill Projects during the bus. Okay. Then I was the only white kid in an all black record store for three years. Okay. Okay. I grew up hearing that DN word every day of my
0: life. Okay. So when you
1: turn around and try and say that it didn't happen to Adam Jones, I don't think it it happened to Adam Jones.
0: I didn't say that. No, Brian, first of all, I didn't say that. I said, I don't believe it happened to Adam Jones. Okay. Because I've been to Fenway. I'm guessing you have as well. I've been to Fenway. I don't know. 250 yeah, times. How many black people you see it somewhere at a game? 250 times in my... Not a lot. Not a lot. You're right okay. about that. Right. Uh, 250 times I'm going to guess conservatively in my life. And I've been to that spot where Adam Jones claimed. And for it to be that loud, you and I both know a lot of people would have heard it. And I don't want to relitigate it. There was nothing on social media about it. Nobody claimed to hear get, it. Fine. We disagree. The DeMarcus Cousins thing, same thing. I'm not even sure, Brian, when you get past all your initial rage, do you and I necessarily even disagree. All I'm mm-hmm. saying is... Uh, so the story changed. At first, Chris Haynes from Yahoo had this big story that it was muttered. Then it changed to mouthing. And all I'm saying is if you're going to kick somebody out for two years from TD Garden and then threaten to remove the tickets from the person who owns that seat when there is no proof and it's just an accusation, I'm not a big fan of accusation only. I like proof. That's all. Now, if there's mm-hmm. any proof at all, and, and, and as I said in the open, I taped the open before we did the interview, if it happened, then and by the way, it very well may have, if it happened, Fucking kick them out forever. My point is I just want proof. That's all. That's it. Same as anything else. You know, we live in a world now, and as great as Me Too is, and it's great, I think in some ways it's also led to a uh, you-don't-need-proof society now where it's completely flipped. I like a little bit of proof. That's all. If the, in your mind that makes me a racist, well, then I, I guess that's the case, but I think that's nuts. Well,
1: I, it's not necessary that I think. I, Kirk, when I had, when M H V had me on, I said I don't necessarily believe that you're racist. What? You're just the guy who hangs around with a lot of racists.
0: A lot of racists. Okay. okay, who else? Yeah, Howie Carr. I don't hang around with Howie Carr, and I don't think he's racist. But go ahead, who oh, else? Oh, oh, oh come on! He's admitted that he's a proud racist. When did Howie, Howie Carr? Jokingly, it, when did maybe he? Maybe jokingly. Okay, maybe jokingly. jokingly. Okay, I don't know him. I've spent zero time in my life hanging around. I've done... uh don't two you poly- record your thing at his studio? I've done, no, I don't. I'm, as I said okay. today, I'm at the Mix 104 studio. I don't record with Howie. Okay. I recorded... Okay. Recording at somebody's studio is also not hanging out with him. So a lot, okay? So Jerry, who I disagree with. Howie, who else? Dino. Dino, who I'm not friends with at all. And by the way, famously not friends with. And, and I don't think... Is, I've never heard him say a racist thing ever. So who else? You don't
1: read his Twitter timeline? I don't.
0: I actually okay. don't. He blocked me, so I don't follow him. What? He blocked me, so I don't follow him. Why? Why... Blocked you and not me. Well, because we had a big falling out. Maybe he blocked me since, but I don't follow him. Who else? That's uh, about it. Okay, so a right lot. Now. So a lot are, are, are three of, of which all, all I disagree with. So I guess so. Okay. So this is sort of the what I'm, what I'm saying is why I don't really get angry at you when I go back and forth because I sort of know that you're coming from a point where you don't know what you're talking about. So at least you'd agree that you don't really know what you're talking about. You, you said at the beginning, uh, you said you didn't, you no, didn't,
1: you didn't know. No, I. I I no, I don't know enough about the station. Okay, I know about. I feel I know enough about the personalities involved. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. So what, that, that, what would you like me to say? No, I'm just curious as to the thought process. That's all. I guess you know you've you've done that. So so you don't have any specific examples of me being a racist, though.
1: Uh, see, you. I like how you always seem to get into that.
0: Yeah. Spe- always yeah. Oh, always getting about always about getting the, those, always getting those tricky your, specifics when somebody lobs a charge at me. What's that? Because you, you you and your minions have this
1: little thing where you say, we need proof. We need. I know,
0: it's so weird, Brian. I, I apologize for that. I hate needing okay. proof for stuff. I know that makes me sort of an asshole, and I feel bad you about know? that. When somebody lobs horrible charges at me, I then respond with some proof, and then when none's given to me, and they say, you're always asking for proof. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, how would you feel in your sure, court of sure. law on you the other side said that? you don't come
1: out and use the N-word. Okay? Does <laughs> oh not my God not mean oh that my you God. don't sympathize
0: with racism. Okay. I don't simply, like who? Jerry Callahan is a racist. All right. Okay. I, again, m- okay, okay. Let's, let's, we'll let's, go away. let's move, fine, okay. whatever, never. whatever. Let's, that's nothing, there's nothing to do with me. Talk about me, me. We're did talking about me. Support for Jeff Deal alone? I didn't Come vote, on. what support did I give no, Jeff Deal? No, I'm talking about Jerry. We're talking, we talk to Jeff Jerry Smith then. Did. This conversation is about me, me. Okay, all right, fine, but you, you're the one who said... Give me examples. Yeah, examples is I not the Jerry, Jerry support. The examples of I Kirk Minahan being a racist is not I that Jerry Callahan need... supported Jeff Deal. See, this is Kirk. what I'm talking about. Hold on, Brian. Kirk. This is what I'm talking about with this stuff. This is what people always say. Oh, move on. Get over it. Why do you get so worked up about this? Because this is the exact people that I'm dealing with when people throw these bullshit charges out. Go ahead, Brian.
1: Kirk. 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 If, if you hang around with racists, people are going to think you're a racist.
0: That's all People is like you might, and I don't hang around with racists, but people like you might think that. But again, okay, I will ask no, you, no, Brian, like Brian, me, I'm, I'm going to ask you one last time.
1: Why Brian,
0: one last time. Yeah, people like you, one last time. A specific example of me, me, not my friends, not people I used the studio for, me, Kirk Minahan.
1: And I've told, I've just, I've just said to you, Kirk, like I've said before, I don't,
0: have any oh okay okay that's all i need to hear okay we're racist. good we're good we're okay. good
1: okay other than the fact that right sure sure yeah. I, I, I
0: plant my pal around with them all the time what is you, whether you're whether you're uh any other issues with me i brought you on for me and sort of this endless retorting that you do to me what else anything
1: um i think that you should i, if, I think that you're a talented broadcaster oh, and that you should let you. go of
0: this feud you seem to be
1: carrying on continuously with Murchison and and Shirley Young. And Shirley,
0: who your you Shirley, and, your 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 and, friend, your friends are Shirley, correct? Them. Okay. Your friends are Shirley, is that correct? Okay.
1: No, I'm not friends with Shirley okay. at all. Okay. okay. We've met, and uh-huh. in fact, mm-hmm. the, fr- the fr- <laughs> second or third time I've ever encountered her on Twitter, I called her a show,
0: and she said to me, "You could call me a show all day long. I don't care." Oh no, there's no. She's boy. She's got thick skin, like you wouldn't believe. No question. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on, and I mean. You know, I, the, the the thought process is always interesting to me, and my suspicion of is course. you're going to get banned again on Twitter because you're going to do something that you shouldn't do. And no, then you'll be-
1: no, no, no. I just, I, if you bring up violence and, and, any, and anything, that,
0: that's that's. Well, I did you suggest that someone should die or something? Well, no,
1: that's that's a little different. Okay. What, what did you do? You know, I was talking. I was talking. Uh, you know, I said, why don't you bring the kids down to the border and take a shot at a few illegal immigrants? Okay. To
0: that's the president.
1: Awesome. That's not, that's the, you know, Kirk, I apologize for those remarks, okay? I apologize for those early remarks because I thought you were just another one of those right-wing lunatics, okay? But I've come to discover that the things that that, that I think separate us are actually bind us in a lot of ways. And I would love nothing more than to sit down and discuss movies with you.
0: Oh, okay? yeah, me too. I would love to, let's Maybe we'll go to one one day and we'll have we'll have dinner after and we'll talk about the movies. that sound good? I, I, would, I would love that, Kirk. Sure. Because, you know. Because I, I honestly, I, you know, I would like to
1: see you succeed, okay? I would just like to see you put a, a lot of that old bullshit behind you and, 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 and put your focus on things that I feel that your particular viewpoint could, could be used on.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, okay. I appreciate, the, uh, I appreciate the feedback. And this is an interesting look at sort of, are you comfortable being called a troll? Do you think that's a reasonable
1: law, uh, charge? Let's put it this way. I'm a troll because I have 200 followers. If right. I had 4.5 million I'd be a voice of authority. Okay.
0: Well, what do, you, what, do you, what do you do professionally? I'm always curious. I'm retired. How old are you?
1: 57.
0: Well, what did you do for a living?
1: I was, a chauff- I was an executive chauffeur for 30 years in the city of Boston.
0: Okay. Are you married? No. No kids? Nope. That's good. Are you, do you have a partner? I mean, what, is, that, is that your... Nope.
1: nope. single right now. But broke up with somebody a few months ago. You know.
0: Man, woman? Which one? Well, woman. Woman. Okay. Okay. You've been married before? No, never been married. So what is a Brian Day? Uh, what's the life of a, a troll? What's what's How does it work? What, do you, well, what do you, I get what, up in the
1: morning uh-huh. and uh, I do social media till noon. What does that mean? You know, I get up around 8.39, you know, do my Twitter, check Facebook, read mm-hmm. the papers, mm-hmm. you know, online. And okay. Then,
0: uh, then noon happens. Well, and Then what?
1: Then, then, you know, I'll go out, hit a dispensary, take a walk.
0: Yep, okay, sure.
1: Smoke some weed, okay. see some friends, uh-huh. come home, cook myself some dinner and then watch uh, the Nets till about 10 o'clock and
0: go to bed. Do you feel like you are on Twitter too much. you feel like it's a dangerous thing for you?
1: No, I'm actually cutting back on the Twitter, focusing more on, on doing my podcast.
0: Oh, what's this? What's the podcast?
1: It's going to be called the Wifdic Hour.
0: What's what is the plot of it? What is the point?
1: What, what is this? Well, the W T F D I.
0: Ah, okay.
1: What the fuck do I care?
0: Ah, I got you. I got you. This is the one you had asked me to come on I'll before, we, or I'll no? Be telling
1: stories of some of the stuff I've listened to in the back seat for thirty years.
0: Oh, is the one you asked me to come on before when you wouldn't want to come on? No, that was
1: the Young Jerks. That was the Young Jerks. The Young Jerks. Okay, okay. And Did you yeah, understand? No, I'd love to if, if we if if, oh, if, sure, if to when that. I get this going, I'd love to have a sit face to face with you at some point.
0: So I had originally asked you to come on. and You said you wouldn't come on my podcast until I went on the Young Jerks night.
1: Yeah, that was that's different. That that was Mike's that was Mike's thing.
0: Probably like, stupid, I, right? I, In I, I retrospect, would you say or no? Huh? Probably stupid, right? I mean, that, that, like it would make more sense for you guys to come on mine and get promotion than me to go on yours. You know what I mean? Either or. I mean, well, I, but, yeah, but no, I would say... See,
1: Mike listens to your station. That's why. Mike no, it's not, my,
0: it's not my station. Not my station. Uh,
1: well, he listens to EEI. He okay. listens to Mike listens to all that stuff. I don't. Okay. I, I, I don't I never
0: listen to any of it. And you hope I don't die. That's that's our big takeaway? No, I don't hope you... you you're going to wipe your kids. Well, are, well, you, know, well, you I, wish I died I, a apologize. year ago. I'm just trying I, to make sure... I cannot that, apologize enough. That girl. Okay, fine. Okay. Don't apologize, all right, Brian. Me, I, Brian, I forgive you. You can tweet at me again if you'd like. It doesn't bother me at all. Keep tweeting. Well, it's, we'll... to me, it's constructive criticism. Okay, well, I suppose so. Okay. All right, Brian. We'll talk to you soon. I'm sure you'll be right, welcome. Be part of the family. See you. Okay, kid. Talk to you soon.